Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. Today we'll be talking about some of the news topics from across the country, starting with our main story today, the Thai teen gunman has brought attention to Thailand's growing gun problems. Thailand has the highest number of firearms in the ASEAN region and is ranked 13th globally for firearm deaths as reported by the Switzerland's Small Arms Survey. This information resurfaces after a recent shooting incident at the Siam Paragal Mall in Bangkok, raising concerns about the ease of firearm accessibility in the country. Although the Thai law mandates severe penalties for unauthorized gun possession and a comprehensive process for permit acquisition, over 4 million firearms remain unregistered out of the 10 million owned by Thai citizens. While Thailand's gun ownership is less compared to countries like the US, it tops the ASEAN region resulting in a thriving black market for weapons. Data from various sources highlights the severity of the situation, with Thailand having one of the highest rates of firearm-related deaths globally. The shooting incident at the mall led to criticism of the Royal Thai Police for their perceived slow response despite their headquarters being nearby. Hmm. That's quite right, Alex. Uh, a, a lot of people online, uh, the Thai netizens, they they were talking about where was the police in mm -hmm. all of this. Yes, they do have police boots, uh, you know, qu especially in a place like Siam, which is yeah. very populated, a lot of foot traffic, mm -hmm. and a lot of people were like, "Wait, everybody had time to get videos." You know, people outside could see the people running around. Where was the police? Yeah, no, it was a tough thing, and uh, there was criticisms too about uh, the emergency broadcast system was only broadcasting in Thai, yeah. not in English too. Yeah. And I mean, we're at Siam Paragon. Yeah. Let's be real; that's a massive yeah. international tourist spot. So yeah. that's that's an issue. By the time actually mm. we broke the news in English, mm -hmm. I, I I I felt like we were we were quite slow in the sense that we wanted to gather all the facts right. of what was going on before we made a report. Mm -hmm. However, I think we were the only ones who made a video in English. Yeah, I think so. And uh, But also it was being misreported too. And there's yeah. a reason why you want to let the dust settle so you can report this stuff. Mm. But also that, of course, that news urgency mm. to try and get the information out there. Only two died yeah. as opposed to the original three yeah. that were reported. So uh, yeah, it's always chaos when the story is developing. Mm. Mm. All right, well, for, for now, we're going to move on to our next story which is regarding uh, and in the same topic as the Siam Paragon shooting. Yeah, predictably, video games have come to attention as a result of the teen gunman's use of Battle Royale games. So after a 14-year-old boy with a history of playing Battle Royale-style games committed a violent act in, in a Bangkok shopping mall, resulting in two deaths and five injuries, debates about the correlation between video games and violence intensified. However, the hashtag Don't Blame the Game gained traction online, with users emphasizing that video games shouldn't be scapegoated for such incidents. They argue that the root causes, such as upbringing and gun access, must be addressed. Studies, including statements from the American Psychological Association and findings from Professor Whitney DeCamp and the Royal Society Journal, have cons consistently indicated that there isn't a proven causal link between violent video games and violent behavior in individuals. So, uh, yeah, as, uh, as someone who grew up playing yeah. games my whole life and never committed a violent crime, I hate when this debate gets brought up. I mean, you play games. There's mm -hmm. a lot of gamers in here. Never a violent bone in any of our bodies, and it always gets drummed up as sort of a culture war issue, yep. and I hate that, because that's my culture. <laughs> well, it's yeah. also about the possibility. It's easier to blame things like games, mm -hmm. uh, because is there a possibility? Yes. I mean, it would be difficult to argue, like, you know, yeah. maybe whatever what percentage thing, it is, yeah. it is a percentage. However, I think it's a, also a place where p officials mm -hmm. find it as a way of deflection. Right. Like, as in, hello, where was the police? Mm -hmm. Where was the police response? What was, uh, whose duty was it to 
you know, mm-hmm. w- w- where does the mall fall into this? Right. right. Uh, what do the people do? Are there any procedures ever in place for a situation like this? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the government going to do about it next? No, um, great points, man. Like, and I think that's the interesting thing is that it is deflection, right? Like, yeah. well, how can we control it if everybody's mm-hmm. playing all these violent video games? Yeah, games, like, games. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all about the games. There's other steps you can take besides you know banning the games. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't think the problem yeah. would be solved anyway. Of all the things that are legal or not legal in Thailand, it's the games. Well, let us know what you think in the comment section below. Uh, is it deflection or is it just the games? Mm. For now, we're going to move on to our next topic, uh, which is regarding whooping cough cases. Mm. Thailand sees an uptick. Oh, let me start that again. <laughs> Thailand sees a uptick in whooping cough cases, leading to one death so far. Mm. The Thai Disease Control Department in Songkhla province has raised concerns over a surge in pertussis, which is a whooping cough case, especially among children under one year old, accounting for 46.15% of instances. Two recent cases were confirmed, resulting in one death in Patani province. Pertussis caused by the bacteria B is a highly contagious respiratory disease primarily affecting children spreading through respiratory secretions. Symptoms arise 6 to 20 days past exposure, beginning mildly but progressing to severe coughing fits, potentially leading to breathlessness, lasting up to 3 months. Dr. Shalom Pon of the DCD stressed the need for patient isolation, rigorous personal hygiene, and monitoring even vaccinated individuals exposed to the patient. He further underscored the significance of vaccination for children under six and immediate medical consultation upon symptom detection. So do be careful out there, especially if you have some young ones in your family. Uh, the disease control department is taking this seriously, obviously. But uh, yeah, whooping cough doesn't sound very pleasant. No, especially when it's already resulted in a death, right? Mm. Like this is a big deal. Of an infant, yeah. Yeah, of an I mean, it's always primarily affecting infants, but uh, if it's on the rise, yeah. like that's something that needs to be clamped down. Yeah. And and look, we mm-hmm. we are deep into the thunderstorm and and monsoon season. Mm-hmm. E- even at the office here, quite a few mm-hmm. people are sick. Like yeah. th- there's a strong flu going around. Everyone's fe- it just feels like everyone's got some sort of cough or cold or anything but mm-hmm. especially when like these kind of diseases come out um we do need to be vigilant we do need to take care of ourselves stay dry eat healthy sleep well your health is more important than anything else in life well said and mm-hmm. uh, for now we're gonna take you to our next story mm-hmm. another day in thailand another taxi story yeah so a hefty taxi confrontation has sparked some debate between netizens and uh detractors so uh the taxi industry has seen its share of weird confrontations but this one's a heavy contender for the top spot a taxi driver's candid camera moment went viral when he voiced concerns that his car's shock absorbers would surrender to the weight of his passenger the befuddled rider shot back why didn't you broach the elephant in the room before i hopped in hinting at never having had this problem on prior rides. The driver, taking a stand or a sit since he was driving, demanded the fare even if the passenger chose to alight. Amidst the online backlash, many netizens shared chuckles but also called for a bit more tact and clarity in the taxi world. Just another day in the world of cabbie passenger drama. Yeah, I don't know. We we talked about like last week overweight passengers yeah. on weighing passengers, right? Mm-hmm. Like well, weighing passengers on Bangkok Airways flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's wild. But now yeah. taxis, like what is this? Like I don't know. This one feels extreme to me. I wish we could see the 
customer because how overweight are we talking about? I'm, I'm definitely overweight, and if I went into a taxi and it kind of just went, boom, but like, but it's, it's still a car. Like, let, 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 let's be. Yeah, let's, like it's supposed to be able to carry more than a human, right? Yeah. Like it's supposed to carry multiple humans. Yeah. So that one felt like just rude. But also, yeah, <laughs> there's also like there's ways of dealing with this, right? This mm. is still a customer. This is what you do for a living and your job, huh. and if you're gonna make someone feel horrible for something um some, yeah. something like that it's not a good look on you or the or the taxis and taxis get enough hate already mm, yeah it's also a weird thing this to me this is a big asian culture thing because uh, in asian cultures they're yeah. much more willing to tell you how yeah. fat you are than yeah. but, uh, be sensitive should, about it should you be held responsible for mm. your weight uh, if you're going to be using a service like a taxi for mm. example if you're extremely overweight on an airplane and you require two seats mm. which happens uh, you know people from certain countries i'm not going to name which country <laughs> but uh yeah, the the airline gives them yeah. two seats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after after a certain a limit uh, to to you know how much space you take mm-hmm. on a seat, you have to buy two seats. That's a real thing, yeah. and and that happens. I get it. Um, so would that also apply to private or government taxis? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, if if it's actually affecting the car and it's like you know got a lot of weight at the back and you're hitting every speed bump and scratching the bottom of your car, yeah. it is damaged. So does he have a point? Who's right? Who's wrong? What's okay? What's not okay? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you, man. Like he probably should have done it before he got in the car, right? Yeah. Like he he basically took advantage of this guy, made him feel bad, mm. and then like, well, pay me anyways, even if you decide to leave. So mm. yeah, this one sounds like it's on the cabbie. Hashtag know. stay healthy. Mm. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on to our last story today, mm. and uh, this is uh, another example of only in Thailand. Mm-hmm. A Bangkok hotel is spicing things up by offering steamy deals on kinky rooms. That's right. For those who've daydreamed about being Anastasia Steele or Christian Grey from the famous movie 15, uh, and book Fifty Shades of Grey, G Boutique Hotel Surawong, Bangkok, is turning up the heat. Located just a whip's throw away from Chongnansi BTS station, this three-star hotel is inviting daring duos to their brand new Fifty Shades of Grey-themed room. Alongside crimson decor and all the Mr. Grey-esque trappings, the room features some eye-catching BDSM toys. But heads up, adventurous travelers, while the toys are on display, you'll have to give the hotel a wink and a nudge at check-in if you want to put them to the test. TikTokers are already buzzing about it, so book fast if you're looking for a night less ordinary and more extraordinary. So the next time you travel to uh, Thailand with your partner, or you end up finding a partner while you're here, uh, this might be of interest to you or not. Mm. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. This isn't really my thing. Yeah. But it is uh, interesting that it's on offer. And of mm. course, obviously, Fifty Shades of Grey was such a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. Seems like a good way to capitalize yeah. on uh, whatever market you're trying yeah. to appeal to. Hey, you're in a service. All right. Who mm. are we to judge what you like to do privately in your room? Right? Or their room. Yeah. <laughs> or, their, or someone else's room. Yeah, they, they're just giving you the tools. Yeah. How do you sanitize it afterwards? Do you, would you want to use that room? I, 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 I don't want to think about it. You know, there's a lot to think about in a way. Uh, it's yeah. just a service. Don't worry. Fifteen uh, other people have used it today. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> is it hourly? <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you decide. Um, is that something of interest to you on your next trip to Thailand? Let us know mm. in the comments section below. But that's it. Those are some of the stories from across Thailand today. Of course, there's a lot more mm-hmm. if you go and check them out on thetiger.com. Uh, we'll see you live again tomorrow morning. It's going to be open to everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. do join us live. Until then, see you. Take care. Bye bye. Bye guys.